This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Wait, so this airs Friday, so we're not quite in January. Okay. Yep. Okay, we are recording. Welcome, everyone, to Cultivating Convos, Ohio Department of Agriculture's weekly podcast. I'm Shelby Croft, and with me, just back from her holiday, is Megan. Hello, everyone. Hi, Shelves. Good to be back, or is it? <laughs> It is a slow oh. week. I don't know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. No I'm catching cars up. in the, no cars in the ODA parking lot, and just <laughs> <laughs> a little empty ghost town. A little empty, but that means we get a lot of work done. I don't know about you, but you'll probably get I, a lot. Oh my gosh! I'm editing. I'm catching up on a lot of things. Of course, I was out for like five days, so it was nice. It was a nice little break, but of course, glad to be back with all my friends in ODA comms. <laughs> Well, we're happy to have you back. It's been quiet. So here we are. It is New Year's mm -hmm. Eve. We're about yep. to turn into 2022. I, I like awesome. to be honest with you, I can't believe that it's about to be 22. Like, where did 20 and 21 go? Well, none of us really know because we're all stuck in our houses. <laughs> for the majority of it. I blinked. Yeah. I blinked um, and got a bigger size sweat pant. <laughs> No, that brings up, that brings something oh, up. Oh, that's a good segue. That's a great segue. Um, do you make resolutions? Yeah, I try to. I try to. Uh, like, give, give me one of your good ones. Well, okay, like cutting back on the cheese. <laughs> that's never successful. Why Why would you even attempt that? I, you know, I don't know. It's just I got to give it a break sometimes. You got to cut back. It's good. In portions, Shelby, you know, it's hard I, I think, for me. I think all of our listeners even know your obsession with cheese. There's no way that's <laughs> going to make it. That's not happening. I, I think I've told everyone that I, I have recently purchased a cheese sweater. I showed you that sweater, didn't I? <laughs> I think the next time we post a podcast, we just need a picture of you in the cheese sweater. That might just be our, you know what? Instead of our logo, it just might be Meg's in a cheese sweater. We'll change it. We'll change it. Uh, uh, New Year's resolutions. Okay. Well, of course, you know, the cheese weight loss is always a big one with a lot of people going to the gym, that sort of thing. What about you? I don't make resolutions. Wow. So wow. I, every year, just like try to commit to being a better person or living a better life. Dang, yeah. girl. Well, mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes. Check back with me in like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks. I was going to say, let's circle back in six months. I'll get it on the calendar. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, um, okay. But yes, we, so we bring up weight loss and that's something so many people, you know, propose mm -hmm. to do every single year. And it is mm -hmm. not an easy one. It's tough. Oh gosh, it is tough. And the hardest part really is you know, facing the truth and, and getting on the scale, I would say. Exactly. To start. Yes. And this has been, I'm, I think even tougher the past couple of years, because as you mentioned, we are all, a lot of people are still wearing sweats as opposed to real pants. It's a real struggle to put real pants on 
we don't I've even got sweats on now. <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, talking about getting on the scale, that is what we are talking about today in our podcast. Mm -hmm. Yes, so uh, we would like to welcome back our Chief of Division of Weights and Measures. We have Daniel Walker back with us today. Daniel, thanks, my friend, for being with us. You're very welcome. Glad to be here. Well, and you know what's exciting, actually, Megan, since the last time Daniel was on, he is now Chief. So yes. he's the big boss of Weights and Measures. So <laughs> we've got the man with us today. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's uh, been a fun few weeks uh, uh, incorporating into my new role. That's for sure. Well, it's awesome, we, and it is awesome to have you here. Thanks again, Daniel. So, here's the deal: we all step on that scale, and I hate scales, by the way. And I haven't owned one for years. And when I got married in July, I don't know, my husband brought one along, and it happens to be on my side of the bed. So it's just it's <laughs> like it draws me there every day. You look at it, kick it. I do. I'm like, I just need to stand on that. And I don't know why. <laughs> but, you know, I always wonder, you step on that scale. How do I know if that's accurate? I've tried putting my dog on it to see if it like, I can figure out accuracy that way. But I, I'm positive that's probably not the right way to do it. That's 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 one way. If if you know, you know, no pun intended, that is one way. Um, if you know how much your dog weighs. Yeah, that, that could that could help check the accuracy of your scale. How do we know it's real, Daniel? How do we know like our scale is correct? Because I feel like, okay, I weigh myself at my house and then I go to my mom's and she's got a different scale and I weigh, I'm different. Why is that? Which is right? Well, it's, it's, it's really hard to know which is right unless you have some calibrated standards, unless you have some known items that you can put on there to check the accuracy. Weighing devices are finicky. They they all operate a little differently, and even if you have two two identical models next to each other, they may they may measure uh, slightly different. You know, so that's just the when we weigh something, we're not only weighing what we put on the scale, but we're weighing all kinds of things around us, like you know, environmental factors and vibrations, and has it been dropped? And so, our our division um, does work with a lot of scales, and so this seems like a perfect uh, fit in for for me to help out. Um, I you know I was racking my brain thinking about how can we how can we um, you know verify the accuracy of, of of typical household bathroom scales, and usually scales are are checked using expensive certified weights, right? Like calibrated mass standards, but we all don't have calibrated mass standards at home to check our scale from zero to to whatever its capacity is. Um, like we not. would out in the marketplace, weights and measures would check scales from zero to capacity at different intervals using expensive weights, but we don't have those at home. So as Shelby mentioned, that's a common way that we measure or weigh our pets is to stand on a bathroom scale and then pick up our pet and see the difference in the two values, right? And that difference lets us know uh, how 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 much weight or or uh, has our pet has gained or lost. Well, we can do a similar thing with household items, um, stand on the scale and see what the value is and then pick up an unopened bag of flour that's five pounds. See if your scale increases by five pounds. Um, pick up a, a gallon of milk that's full and unopened. It should increase by about eight and a half pounds. Um, so it's a way to, um, you know, if you let's say you have a goal of losing five pounds over 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 the year, 
you know, you're not necessarily as concerned with what the value is. You just want to know that you have lost five pounds. So verify that your scale is accurate in that in that five pound range with a bag of flour or something similar. That's a good goal. Let's mm -hmm. let's uh, lose a bag of flour this year. <laughs> well, maybe tack on like 15 to 20 <laughs> with that for me. All the cheese, you know. I was going to say, Megs, why don't you, you pull some of that fontanelle out of your... <laughs> Oh, the fontanelle. You guys, oh, by the way, I brought some in for the whole office to try and they all loved it. So, yes. Daniel, we're sorry you haven't gotten to try the fontanelle cheese. It's phenomenal. It does sound phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, weights, our division of weights and measures is making sure that that five pound bag of flour is five pounds bag of flour. Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. That's one of the roles uh, that we play to help protect businesses and consumers throughout Ohio. Uh, it's um, the, the technical document that we follow is titled checking the net contents of packaged goods. So um, our division, along with the assistance of city and county weights and measures inspectors throughout the state, do go into supermarkets and randomly check the contents of packages to make sure that they contain the uh, stated weight that's on them. So when you bring home a five pound bag of flour to do your scale experiment at home, you can be confident that somewhere along the chain of, of that flour making it to the supermarket store that the contents of it have been checked. Um, so it's, it gives you assurance that you're 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 not going to pick it up, and your scale is only going to change four pounds. You know you you know that if that if that product gets to the shelf somewhere along the line, um, it has been randomly inspected uh, by an official, either state or county or city, um, to make sure it contains the proper amount. And that goes for everything from flour to milk to, of course, milk is sold by volume and not weight, but um, a gallon of milk does weigh about eight point five pounds. Um, dog food, uh, you know, packaged lunch meat, everything that has a declared contents on the packaging uh, does get verified at some point in the process. Uh, not every single item, but we do random checks to, to make sure that, um, you know, everything that's getting to the consumer is properly labeled for, for what it contains. Never knew a gallon of milk weighed eight and a half pounds. That seems better, really high to me. Test that scale. <laughs> okay, I do have another question. Does it, as far as scale accuracy, I'm a big fan of the old school thick scale with the dial on it that you know goes to the hash mark. Is that any more accurate than the digital, or is the digital any more accurate than the old school, or is there a difference? You know, it it it, it depends. You <laughs> know that that's the universal answer. It just depends. Uh, there are numerous technologies. We as a as a you know as humans have been weighing things for thousands of years, and we used to rely on mechanical pivots and balances, equal arm type, put something on one side, equal it on the other side, and make it balance. All the way to now, we have precision digital. Um, electronic balances that can weigh to the microgram levels. So it 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 all it it's it's really based on having a certified weight and putting it on there and just seeing if it's right or not. Um, the the old scales that you mentioned with the dials and the and the face the the needle on the on the dial face, 
they were extremely well engineered and they last we still have one in the lobby of our um, office at ODA that is 100% accurate and it was probably manufactured in the 1930s or 40s and it hasn't changed a bit since then um, so it you know it, that some of them can be right some of them can be wrong but unless you uh, incorporate some known standards to check them you know you just you just don't know and do you know how tempted I've been to step on that scale too, by the way, but I'm like, I'm afraid somebody's going to see me. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm going to have to go look. I feel like I've missed it. It's right there, Megs. <laughs> okay. I'll take a peek. I'm not going to get bet, on it though. <laughs> I bet, it, Daniel, that no one in your house can blame the scale for being wrong. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, we have... Um, it's funny to go into um, businesses that have scales and you know shipping scales or uh, where where the employees will walk by and stand on them and check their body weight and they'll ask can you can you set that 10 pounds off for me <laughs> can you make that lead 10 pounds lighter There's well yeah ticket. it's possible but that kind of defeats the purpose of weights and measures <laughs> I do want to give um, a quick plug to our ODA's YouTube channel because if you are looking for more information on our division of weights and measures we've got a tour video I think it was about what, 20 minutes maybe less um, and Daniel actually walks us through a lot of um, the building of weights and measures. So if you're interested in learning some more, head to our YouTube page and check out our weights and measures tour video. And thanks for that, Daniel, too. <laughs> that was one of our favorites. That was so informative when you did that. I mean, I, I learned so much, fully admit, I learned so much after that one. Yeah, I enjoy um, spreading that there's there's not a lot of people who are fully aware of what we do um, to protect businesses and consumers throughout the state. So it's great to have a, a an outlet like that to, you know, be an ambassador for our division and and, and, and share that knowledge to the public. Uh, there's also a great portion of that video with um, our INTEP laboratory, which is also in our building with Jeff Gibson, who explains how we evaluate new devices before they are introduced into the marketplace. Um, we have to we have to make sure that scales work and we have to make sure that meters work before they're allowed to be used to sell things um, to consumers. So yeah, it's a great video. I'm, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to help with that. And I'm sure we will tap into you again at some point, probably actually when we hit a um, talking about state fair because you know you guys have such a big part out there too, but we'll hold on to that until we get closer Save to that in the back pocket shelves yep. we need it's ideas there. <laughs> it's there <laughs> all right so what's everyone doing for new year's Meg, do you have any plans okay this might sound weird but i'm gonna be alone because my husband is in la right now working the rose bowl and i'm like super excited about it <laughs> <laughs> sometimes there's nothing better than like a night at home by yourself with no noise oh, or anything. i'm honestly looking forward to it i'm just gonna get a little champagne a little cheese. <laughs> <laughs> there we go again. How about you? Um, we have um, a house full of kids that night. Um, we're going to make a special dinner that's, you know, I, who, who knows? It'll probably be elevated kid food. And <laughs> a special dinner in air clothes. Everyone has requested to stay up till midnight, but I am always curious because it never really happens. They all tend to fall asleep. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm sure Mav will hit the pillow before he makes it to midnight. Daniel, how about you? Uh try my best to stay up until midnight. Yeah. <laughs> um the the 
as well as Shelby, will have a house full of kids, but they are. It's wonderful when they get to the age where they can put themselves to bed without causing too many trouble, too much trouble. <laughs> and so, if uh, if I can make it to midnight, I'll I'll be I'll be um, nicely reminding them that it's 2022 and it's time to go to bed. Daniel, I mean, like, can you just tell me how when that actually happens? Because we have like five to five year old to fifteen year old, four of them, and they still can't put themselves to bed quietly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a work in progress. We uh, got a thirteen year old and an eleven year old, so they're 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 getting there. <laughs> Good deal. Well, thank you, Daniel, for being on uh, this. Our well, I would say it would be our first podcast of the new year, but not really. It's our yeah. last podcast of last 20- one. So thanks mm-hmm. for being with us. You're very welcome. And if anyone on campus wants to step into our front lobby at Building 5, Weights and Measures, and get an accurate <laughs> weight reading for your uh, New Year's resolutions, you're more oh. than welcome. Meg, I'll meet like- you in the lobby on Monday. <laughs> Not yeah. I'm sure. Sounds like a January 3rd nightmare, but maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll do it. Okay, we're going to wrap things up. Um, Daniel, thanks again for coming back. We always enjoy having you on. And thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. We hope you have success with your New Year's resolutions if you do so. And uh, we'll see you next year. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed. And like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.